0: Hi, thanks for listening. In 20 seconds or less, I wanted to ask if you would consider supporting the show with a one-time donation of $1 to $3. The funds go to subscription fees, equipment upkeep, and a general sense of well-being. Links in the show notes. And again, thanks for listening. Okay, on with the show. CHAPTER 34 Billy stumbled through the black that had long since swallowed the moon. Barely able to see, his only guide was the feel of the asphalt under his feet. The darkness was near total, but it didn't blind the dead. He clung to Jordan on his back even as she clung to him. He had made it to the highway, but so had they. He didn't know how many there were pursuing him, any more than he knew how many more miles he had left in front of him. His determination to save Jordan made him fight for every breath. The air filtered through his lungs in harsh rasps as behind him the dead followed. They had no such battles to fight. Their pursuit would be relentless, and Billy knew it. He had gotten Jordan away from Mulney, but he was leading the runners right to their camp. He prayed the others would be ready. Billy's legs burned and his arms were numb. His pace slowed and he heard the low, hungry groans of the dead behind him get nearer. His feet exploded in pain as he picked up one foot and then the other, slamming them down against the unforgiving highway. As the groans behind him increased, Jordan clung to him tighter, threatening to cut off his air. He could not stop to shift her weight, nor waste the breath to tell her to loosen her grip. There was only the night, and the running, and the hope. Billy felt the road rise under his feet, and the incline drained him. He plodded up the road, barely able to hang on to Jordan. With the night so deep, he had closed his eyes and tried to send his mind elsewhere. Somewhere it didn't scream of the pain that racked his body. As he staggered up the incline, the effort brought tears to his eyes. He opened them, not believing what he saw. The sky did not seem as dark anymore, as the faintest hint of pink pre-dawn light began to cast its glow across the sky. Billy risked a look behind him and immediately regretted it. His pace slowed and his feet nearly tangled. In righting himself, he almost dropped Jordan. The look back almost fell his spirit as well, for now he knew how close the dead were. He imagined they could not be more than forty yards behind him. Billy turned and pressed his body harder against the road. As he looked ahead, his mind told him of darker shadows against the skyline. Walt's bus sat on the crest, beside it the outline of the GTO. Billy let out a yell that was nothing more than another rasp of air. He ran, his heart beat out of his chest, his lungs on fire. On top of Walt's bus, Nicole stood watch. On the wind came the faintest of sounds. She stopped moving and put her ear to the wind. For what seemed like seconds, she heard nothing. Then... It repeated. Nicole climbed down from the bus and went to the road and stood in the middle. Help! Reached her ears, and Nicole readied her rifle. As she peered into the pre-dawn darkness, at first she saw nothing. As she stared unblinking, her face revealed the shock that seized her. A figure in the road, and behind him, the dead. Up! Everybody up! Nicole said, raising an alarm for their very lives. There was movement behind her as Walt and Sam awoke with a start. Almost on instinct, and certainly without thinking, they jumped from their sleeping bags, their rifles in hand. They ran to where Nicole was in the road and pressed their rifles tight against their shoulders. Behind them, Paul lay on his side. He knew that the call to action could only mean the dead were on their way. He felt neither fear nor sense of urgency. He would let them take him. He would go and be with his Jordan. As Walt, Sam, and Nicole stared into the darkness, Billy's cry reached them. Paul heard it, and he turned over and looked to the road. His embrace of the inevitable gave way to white-hot rage as he cursed Billy, not for leading the dead back to their camp, but for trying to live after he had let his precious Jordan to her death. As Billy appeared out of the darkness, the groans of the dead reached Nicole's ears. Nicole flipped on her laser sights, and a red beam cut through the gloom. She started firing. Beside her, Walt and Sam joined in. Billy heard a walker drop behind him. He cried out in joy and relief as he saw the red lasers and muzzle flashes of his friends shooting over him. Nicole, Sam, and Walt picked their targets and dropped the dead as they charged. Behind them, Paul stood and looked. His face fell, and all the air left him as he watched Billy emerge from the night. Clinging to his back was his Jordan. He seized his rifle and ran to the road. Paul got there just as Billy came running through the line and passed him. Paul stared at Billy as he passed, but Billy did not see him, focused as he was on simply getting one foot in front of the other. Paul heard Nicole shout, We've got more runners, as the three of them continued firing into the night. Paul ran to the road and shouldered his rifle. I'm out, Walt said. Me too, Nicole said, her words a scream. Sam dropped the second-to-last runner before his gun fell silent. Paul strode to the center of the road and waited. The growls of the runner grew louder, and Paul took his aim. He fired twice as an emaciated and decomposed monstrosity loomed out of the shadows at him. The runner plowed into the concrete and skidded to a stop at Paul's feet. Nicole slammed home another magazine and stepped up to Paul. She put her ear to the wind, but the only sound was the morning breeze wafting through the grass by the side of the road. We're all clear, she said. Paul dropped his rifle and turned. Jordan! His words, an expression of his misery, his joy, his fear at believing. Running back to the camp, he saw his daughter, and he threw his arms around her. Billy lay face down in the dirt, unmoving, his breathing desperate, the shoes on his feet torn and his feet bloodied. Jordan sat next to him, slowly rubbing his back, while her father wept.